successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Brill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Welcome to the Grill Nation Show here on KMBZ 980 AM and on iTunes and Stitcher Radio via podcast as well as at GrillNationShow.com. I'm your host. Jason Grill, thanks for joining us again this week on the Grill Nation Show. Appreciate you coming, uh, coming and joining us today. We hope no matter how you are listening to the show, big show today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to have on the show, obviously, uh, one of our partners and supporters of Grill Nation, uh, Clifton Alexander, who I'll introduce here in a second, uh, but also Devin Henderson, who's a interesting dude. DevinHenderson.com, check him out. He is a uh, entrepreneur. He started a mag- he was a magician growing up and uh, and made a living out of this. Just a fascinating story. And now he's he's transitioned that into humorous and keynote speaking and corporate gigs, and has just been doing stuff all over the world. Uh, just working with some of the best companies and, uh, you know, he's got some interesting stories to tell as well about some national things he's done. But, uh, interesting entrepreneur that our good friend Clifton Alexander, uh, is going to bring on the show here today from Reactor Design Studios. I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show. Uh, the title sponsors of this great radio show are Trust, MoBank, Biokai Financial, and Two West Advisors. Guest hosts and contributors of the Grill Nation show are The Rieger, Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, One Light Luxury Apartments, and Reactor Design Studios with Clifton Alexander, who now joins me, who is a guest host and contributor to the Grill Nation show, comes on each and every month with a awesome guest. And uh, today's show is going to be a lot of fun. If you've uh, we've looked at social media, we've already had fun posting some videos, but uh, Clifton, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jason. It's great to have you, man. Good to be here. Uh, we, uh, in our meeting, we sat down and we decided... Who are we going to have on the show that's yeah. going to change things up? And we decided on Devin Henderson, who you've Devin, known for a long time. I've known Devin for a long time, ever since college. Devin is a funny guy, a lot of good stories. And um, I thought that his story of how he has built his own entrepreneurial journey from being a kind of a restaurant magician to being a, a humorist, a stand-up comedian, and a corporate motivational speaker. is just a really interesting journey that he has done over the last 14, 15 years. Um, I have known him for a, a lot of personality. I'm excited yeah. to meet this guy, yeah. but if you read about him, uh, his client list is very impressive. Uh, he's basically taken a passion for magic, for magic and turned it into a viable business over the years. You know, I believe yeah. he's married. He has a bunch of kids. Uh, he is now transitioned to comedy and it makes for an interesting story. Uh, and he's been able to provide and, uh, grow a pretty darn good business on his own merit. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's been able to change and adapt in a world where, uh, it's very competitive. Yeah. And I think that's the most interesting story about all of this is just how, how do you stay relevant in this type of industry? I mean, how do you stay relevant in any entrepreneurial business is, is a key thing over the years in order to stay in business for many years. You can't just rely on, the same thing that you've been doing over and over and over again, you have to change, you have to adapt, you have to 
move on. Um, and as a creative person myself, and Devin would describe himself as a creative person as well, there's always that need to change and to, to go to the next level and to make the next bold move. And um, I'm hoping we'll get into that a little bit today and just really talk about what an entrepreneurial journey looks like in a very different type of world mm-hmm. and that world that he lives in and how he has made all those different transitions over the years to the different types of things that he's doing and, and what he's doing now. And maybe we'll even get to hear his uh, interesting story about some national reality shows and stuff like that. So <laughs> <laughs> should be, kind of, should be a really cool, interesting just a good guy. I, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting him again. DevinHenderson.com. I got his business card in front of me. Uh, crack or crack up. The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. Humorous keynote speaker. Uh, it's got some really good, uh, support and, uh, testimonials on there as well. Uh, gonna be a lot of fun. One, because just talking to an entrepreneur, it just gives you some motivation. I mean, this guy knocked on restaurant doors. He's, 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 I mean, his client list is he's extremely impressive. And he, he's got a great know, website, got, got great videos, spoken to rooms of a thousand people. And it's not your typical motivational speech. So let's be honest. Like if somebody wants to work with Devin, they can call him about comedy, magic, uh, sales, you know, uh, yep. motivation, le- leadership. I mean, this guy does it all in a funny way. And just off air, uh, he's sitting there in the, uh, in the green room right now, just talking to him and just watching him. He's making funny. I mean, this guy is, <laughs> right. he's living up the show, right? Very entertaining. Got a lot of energy. So, Clifton, I am excited to talk to Devin Henderson Should on the fun show, show today. Um, what have you been up to, man? Oh, my gosh. Um, hanging out with just trying to, yeah, trying to get through the end of the year is always a trick for us. But we're going to make it. We'll get there. And mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm looking forward to some warmer weather. Um, That's not happening for a while. Not, not here. <laughs> I am finally going to get out of this this uh, town. We'll be in uh, visiting family in California for a couple weeks over Christmas break. Which Family's all going about. out? Yep. We got, we're taking our whole crew. Uh, which if you've probably never experienced this cause you don't have a family, but at some point you might experience this traveling with three young kids and all of the gear and supplies and the costs and the rental vans and all that stuff is a very expensive endeavor, by the way. Um, but we're doing it. We're committed to it. We're going to visit family, soak up the weather, go to the beach, maybe Disneyland. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, That'd be uh, fun. So that's coming up at the end of the year. I'm sure you used um, all your techniques that you've t- provided all of them. Uh, our oh listeners my gosh, you wouldn't even believe. To book the cheapest yeah. flight possible. You would not even believe. So we're we didn't talk about that on the show. What is your what is your uh, protocol for that? Because I don't think we got into the actual flight, the flight thing. system to get new it's, flights on our last show with you. When you go to a place like New York or um, California or something like that, there's multiple airports to choose from. And even in, in Southern California, there's five airports you could go into. And so part of my way to do that is I know that the drive from San Diego to LA isn't really that long, especially if you're going to be out there for two weeks. I saved at least half the cost of the tickets to anywhere in LA or Orange County by flying into San Diego instead this time. So we're going to fly in in and out of San Diego, saved about half the price on the tickets. Uh, those are nonstop flights direct from Kansas city, good times. And so, uh, you know, it works for us. I love it, man. Yeah. It's all, about, always, it's all about knowing where you're going and all that. Clifton Alexander so. Reactor Design Studios is our guest host and contributor today, Devin Henderson, humorous keynote speaker at DevinHenderson.com, will be joining us on the show today. I appreciate all your knowledge in that because uh, sure. I find that you know there's so many deals to be had, and, and you're a big data, technology, creative guy, and you, you seem to find those things very easily, and you provided us with a lot yeah. of good, good, genuine information yeah. about how to well, do it. Well, it's all about – yeah, it's all about – 
just knowing the best way to do things and imparting that knowledge on other people, I suppose. Right. And, and you don't mind doing that. And just, I don't mind doing it. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not a big secret. Um, and so, yeah, but at the end of the day, everything revolving around business is who, you know, and what connections you've made and, and the knowledge and wisdom that you can get from other people. So all of my, everything I know about business was imparted from someone else who came before me that mm-hmm. I either know or was connected to or, um, you know, learned from. And I'm hoping to impart some of that same kind of knowledge moving down the line. So, I love it, man. It Clifton Alexander, just a great guide and great supporter of the Grill Nation show. Uh, obviously, Reactor Design Studios. What's the website? Reactor Design Studio. Wait, no. What is my Wait, <laughs> ReactorKC.com. ReactorKC.com. I was man, giving you, you, the, you, the, duty. Was giving you the duty of doing it. <laughs> ReactorKC.com. And one of our coolest new things we're doing, by the way, before we wrap up, is we're starting to work with Lifted Spirits Distillery over in the Crossroads. We're going to help them launch a couple of new products. And look at that. Work on them. 2018 is going to be a big year for Reactor. Just look out for us. We're doing some cool stuff. Reactor Design Studios. Check them out at reactorkc.com. Amazing digital branding firm here in Kansas City. We'll be right back with Devin Henderson. You're listening to Grill Nation. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on KMBZ 980 AM as well as on iTunes and Stitcher Radio via podcast and at grillnationshow.com. Appreciate you connecting with us again today. I uh, hope you're having a great uh, week and uh, a great weekend. We are here today again with Clifton Alexander, who is the uh, owner of Reactor Design Studios, a monthly contributor and partner and guest host to the Grill Nation show. And uh, every uh, month he uh, either comes on and, and blows our minds with his own knowledge or he, he brings on a uh, an esteemed colleague and guest. And uh, today we're going to have a lot of fun. We previewed it a little bit in the first segment, but uh, I'll let Clifton uh, join us here and introduce uh Devin Henderson, who's a humorist and keynote speaker. Yeah. Plus much more, obviously. So uh, I'm pretty excited about this because I've known Devin for a long, long time. We did not go to college at the same college, but we were in college at the same time. And we knew each other through some varying circles around Kansas City. And I remember Devin back in the day, we would be on a trip somewhere with some college friends or whatever. And Devin would be the guy in the back of the van or the bus doing card tricks or trying to get people to laugh or entertain us or whatever. And that was basically his thing. And that was, a, that was back in college. That was a long, long time ago. How long ago was that, Devin? 20 years long ago? Long time or some? ago. Long time ago. Yeah. And um, so interestingly enough, one of the reasons I wanted to bring Devin on today was that he has, over the last 20 plus years, been able to build a career out of doing stuff like that, but in a really interesting way. And so I, I'm fascinated by the story of Devin and his background and how he's gone from doing card tricks and in youth group vans to uh, building a career and supporting a family. So Devin, welcome <clears throat> to the show. Thank you. And you made me sound really old just now. <laughs> 20 plus years. Keep in mind, right. I'm the same age. <laughs> I, well, I think, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Been, I think, I think I'm ending 14 years of doing this. 14 uh, years of doing yeah. it. Okay, so just 
So I'm young. I'm a young buck, right, you Jason? Are, you I look are. like a child. If you want to see how young Devin is, go to his website, DevinHenderson.com. Yeah, and you know, you got I can, a great site. Laugh well, more, stress less, repeat. That's right. And Jason, you were saying that you're going to sign up for my newsletter because I can give you tips for being more productive. I have my first tip right now. I can save you time on this radio show rather than like saying all the places they can find you. I just say where they can't find you. Okay, that's and that'll be yeah. like boom. Yeah, done. right. I'm not on uh, Pinterest, so there you don't go. Find me there. See, it's that simple. It's that simple. <laughs> I love it, man. Find I love it. So tell, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, let's go through this journey because if you go to your website. I mean, you've 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 done work in every state. It looks like uh, all, all, uh, all actually all 50 states except Hawaii, Alaska, and like 15 others. You got to get to <laughs> Hawaii then at some point. Yeah, I know. I went there for my honeymoon, but they wouldn't hire me for a gig. I was kind of busy. I was kind of busy. <laughs> busy. So, so you're married. I'm married. You, that, you have a, a, a nice family. I've heard. Yes. How many children nice. do you have? I don't know. Okay. I think I'm missing a birth right now. <laughs> no, um, we've got five. We've got five girls. Man, holy crap! Didn't yeah. tell you that earlier. Yeah, yeah. You didn't. No. no. How's yeah. that? How's that? How's that working out? Yeah, I always get. The, I can tell you threw up in your mouth a little bit just Whoa. now. People get Whoa. their reaction like. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, it's good, but see, they're still young, so we're not really in those like teenage, crazy hormonal years yet. Um, we're kind of getting like some, uh, what do you call it in a in a book when there's like foreshadowing, some foreshadowing going on right now. But we're not quite mm-hmm. in the thick of it. Yet. So you have a, a wife, five kids, and you've managed to make a living off of being a humorist corporate. Magician is that is that is that a good term or no? Yeah, that's the perfect man. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So tell us about how that all took place. Yeah, because I, I can know. imagine you sitting in a cubicle <laughs> thinking to yourself, "I need to start a new career." Yeah. Well, you know, so here's the thing. Actually, I don't know how far back to go, but well, I'll start in the cubicle. Uh, I never did start in a cubicle. I, I graduated from K State. Mm-hmm. Came back home, lived at home for like a year and a half, and that's kind of when it started. And if I, I was like, I'm going to be a magician. Right. And I was like, if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to school and get a master's degree. But but it, it worked out right away. I mean, how, rest- how does that work out? Tell me how that works out. Yeah. So so how, how do you start a business? Right. So I, I came home. I'm like, I'm going to do this. The only thing I knew to do was to go to restaurants because a lot of people classic, you might. Classic, yeah, yeah. You know, the the magician comes to your table side yeah. while you're waiting for your food. We experienced that just like a week ago. Really? Oh, did the, you really? Chili's. People yeah. still do that. Yeah. They don't get. Yeah, they, don't get they don't get arrested. No, it's just well, animals. not all of them. <laughs> yeah, it was balloon animals or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. balloon. Yeah. I eventually learned to do balloon animals too. The uh, balloon but, animal guy at uh, Kelly's always drove me nuts. Oh yeah, at, like one a.m. He's like walking around <laughs> with balloon bar? roses to give to your lady friend. Oh, he's oh like, you know, like these people yep. at these bars and restaurants. Absolutely, You're man. Like, Dude, I'm cool. I don't need a twenty five dollar rose. Yeah, or a twenty five dollar <laughs> balloon animal. That's awesome. But anyway, so you were that guy. I was, I, yeah, I was that guy to a to an extent. I hope I wasn't that guy, that guy, but I was that <laughs> guy. Um, but I had to, I had to walk into forty restaurants to land two gigs. So, wow. I mean, it was kind of like, okay, I put my dad's tie on yeah. and I made some homemade business cards. I didn't nice. know what to, first I started on the phones. I was like, okay, Applebee's, um, can I come do magic? They're like, uh, click. Wow. Yeah, and they're like, what? And so I was like, okay, I quickly learned I have to go into these places. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't, YouTube wasn't around for me to really, you know, search. I mean, I guess it was there, but I, I wasn't into searching. It might searching, not have actually you know? been. It might it not. Out, yeah. yeah. What well, was it, 2004? So but, I think yeah. it was just, just, you know, yeah. becoming popular, but um, but I finally realized um, just through trial and error to go to the restaurant, ask for the general manager, do a trick for them, hand a business card out, offer to do a free night, tell them the the benefit. This is, you know, this is actually to help 
your business. It cuts mm-hmm. down on the weight so people don't get mad. People come back on a weekly basis to see this magician. And so I developed the sales pitch and again, only landed two out of 40 uh-huh. restaurants. And so I, I mean, I was like, okay, if this doesn't work out, what? And you know, I go back to school and get my master's, I guess. That was the backup plan. So. Mm-hmm. Look at that. And you, and, but, and it worked out. It worked out. So you did yeah. that for many years. Yeah. I did restaurants for maybe seven or eight years. You did family parties, family parties, school assemblies, charity events, charity events yep. tons of birthday parties. See, mainly at first, other than the restaurants, it was kid shows. Mm-hmm. That's really where Starts that was my bread and butter. Kids shows. Yeah. Yep. So what, yeah. what did your wife say to you when you're like, honey, I'm going to be a magician? <laughs> well, you weren't we, married yet. Obviously. Yeah, we weren't married, but her mom did say, you know, this isn't going to last. <laughs> that's what she said to my wife. Um, so I was, so then I just set out to prove her wrong. And that's why things have gone so well, you know, prove the mother-in-law wrong. So you were, what, what, what was your, what is your, uh, shtick? What is your core trick that you became famous for? Oh man! Is it wrapping um, in a hat? Is it the cutting the girls? Is it the card tricks? Is it the stealing of watches? What is it? You know, I would say okay, stealing of watches. I think is one thing that set me apart. There's only one other guy in town who really does it. Gene Turner, my yeah. good buddy. Um, bending the sil- bending the forks, you know, mm. silverware in people's hands was another one. But I would say the thing on stage that probably people talk about the most is I do this blindfold routine where I duct tape my eyes shut, and I'm basically reading people's minds. Okay, that sounds interesting. So, I've seen it. Why it's are we really doing that in studio? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I, I don't enjoy doing that anymore because I've done it for so long and I'm just burnt out on it. But it's the thing that I can still do. And people are just like, you're a you're a god, Devin. I mean, really, <laughs> so it's people like. People will call you and ask for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like that one thing, you know. So, so, so okay. So you did this magician thing. Clifton, mm-hmm. this is when you were kind of like doubting him maybe or. No, I, <laughs> I don't think, I, you know, I don't you know that I ever. Re- I'm sorry to cut you off, but you came into Fazoli's where it was one of my first I, gigs I, I'm and sure I did I magic did. for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. And Shawnee. Yeah. Yeah. Hadn't seen you in a while. Yeah. And yeah. so we were just like, you know, I don't know if it was one of those things where I didn't know that it would last or whatever, like your mother-in-law, but I think, I think in a way, I, maybe I'd never seen anybody go from that into actually a career doing it yeah, on the more corporate side. And I'm assuming that that's maybe the, the pathway to, to making, making actual money, actual money. Well, I will tell you, so. I was making even really good money as just a kid's magician. Okay. So it actually okay. is a career. And I think I could have done that for the rest of my life logistically, <laughs> but mentally I couldn't, I just mentally, didn't, yeah. I was done with kids. I didn't want to do yeah. kids shows anymore, you know? Oh, and I was doing like 25 to 30 shows a month. <laughs> Where after I made the transition into corporate, it's more like one or two a week. So, 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 but that just took off. So it, people would see you in the restaurant and be like, "Hey, I want to have you at my kid's birthday party." Yes, okay. yes, it did. That that, that's exactly. It. I put a business card down at every table, whether they asked or not, and then the phone just started ringing. And I mean, it happened like my first year. I made about what a kindergarten teacher would make their first year. No kidding. For a first, awesome. you know, for a first that's year, that's not, yeah. right, right. And that's then the fantastic. next year, like it doubled, and then it just kind of, it just kind of kept growing from there. Um, you hit that point where you, unless you hire other magicians and you train them, right? You have like an actual business. Yes, you deal with this every every day. I mean, Clifton yeah. can tell you yep. about it. I mean, it's decision: do I expand my business? Do I hire? People? How do you expand? Yes. It's because if yeah. you don't, you're hitting this. This you can't physically make more money unless you raise your your cost. Exactly. Your yeah. And well so, said. How did you deal with that? Yeah. Um, I, instead of like trying to keep doing kids, cause I had seen people who do the, I'm an, I'm a booking agent and I'm going to enter, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. send out all these, but it's like so hard to do that and to make sure you're getting your cut 
when your cut is due, you know, because people are going behind your back and hire. I've just seen things happen where I didn't want that. So who, who knew that the magician uh, industry was so? <laughs> oh, it's cutthroat, dude. It is. I mean, there's there's just as big of e- egos as there is in any industry with oh, magicians. Really? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like don't do my trick, don't you know, stump on my territory, that kind of thing. But for me, the answer was go do other things. Go be a corporate uh, magician speaker. And so once I started having kids, I was like, I don't have time for all these. 25 to 30 shows a month. (laughs) So it was like, okay, how can I do less gigs, more money? So I put all of my marketing on my site geared toward the corporate market. I took all the kids stuff off because I didn't want to be associated with that. For a while, I tried to do both, but people didn't take you seriously as a corporate guy when, oh, he's also doing birthday parties on Saturdays. Really? So that just went away. And then birthday parties just disappeared. Mm-hmm. After one, I haven't, I haven't no, sometimes yeah. I do them as for favors friends, for family. friends. Exactly. Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting. This is kind of a side note. One time I booked a, one of my first big corporate speaking gigs off of a free preschool birthday party <laughs> only because this lady who were, it was office max and she, they were doing a regional sales meeting. She goes, you do corporate, don't you? And I was like, yes, how, how can you tell? But I had stolen one of the guy's watches. And I think that's kind of what, okay. that was the one trick that was like, ah, okay. So, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, Devin Henderson is our guest. Uh, his website is devinhenderson.com, and we're going to get into all of the corporate stuff here in a second, how you grew that business, but pretty fascinating journey so far with uh, just the hustle that you put into being a magician, and you know, it's it's pretty cool to hear more about the industry, and uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. After the break, let's let's talk more about that. I want to see how you actually grew this thing and, and how it's working now, but if you go to your website, everyone listening, there's all kinds of videos and testimonials and just funny stuff. And if you want free tips for being more productive and less stressed at work, uh, Devin can deliver it. Just sign up for his email, right, Devin? That's right, man. Uh, we'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. I'm here with Clifton Alexander and Devin Henderson. Thanks for joining us. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here at 980 AM KMBZ, as well as those listening on podcast. I appreciate you joining us today on iTunes or Stitcher and online at grillnationshow.com. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. As my uh, esteemed guest, Devin Henderson, says, just tell him where you're not, but uh, we're on all social media except Pinterest. So there you go. <laughs> um, Devin Henderson is our guest. The website is devinhenderson.com, a humorist and keynote speaker. He, uh, he started off as a musician, and he's now uh, has taken his career to another level, speaking in, in almost every state uh, except Hawaii and Alaska. But he's been to uh, every state as a corporate comedian. So, Clifton, you might want to lead us off here, but I think yeah. we want to talk about kind of how did you become take this to comedian and, going and, yeah. going from birthday parties to corporate events to motivational speaking to humorist and I think the interesting thing about this and I, I'll, I'll let you kind of roll with this Devin but it's interesting to hear and to see how your career path and the things that you do mirror what a creative company like mine would do and people may not consider your industry to be super creative or whatever I'm not sure but um, the the things that you're thinking about on a daily basis and constantly taking notes on everything around you as a way to help further what you're saying on stage is part of the creative process. It's something that we do in my company every single day. We're trying to take risks. We're trying to go bold, go with the next big thing. And so maybe you could just 
talk to that a little bit about making those those the journey from where we just talked about all the way to where you're at now and how that affects your creativity and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, um, as you were talking, I was thinking it's really easy to get comfortable if something's working for you. And, and you're making enough money. It's kind of like, I don't want to put any more work in right now. And I think sometimes it's okay to coast, you know, just like, okay, I'm having a kid. I just need to sort of just um, go through the motions. But, but for me, either fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know which yet, but I just get tired of the old thing and I'm ready for something new. When I feel like I've conquered something and I don't mean like I've mastered it. I just mean like I've, <clears throat> I've accomplished it as well as I feel like I need to, right. like with the magic, it's like, Okay, now I need a new passion. Otherwise, I'm just going to die. Yeah, right. So it's always been replaced with like, okay, it went from magic to mentalism, which is more mind tricks. And that was really exciting. And then it was like motivational speaking. Oh, now there's a message to it, you know, and it opened tons of doors. And that was one of the biggest pivots that I made. And then the stand up comedy thing. Um, so many things intrigued me about that. You know, I wasn't just like, what's the next thing? Uh, it, <laughs> but I had seen people be able to walk into a gig, not carry a bag of tricks grab a microphone, talk for an hour and leave. And I was like, dude, no setup, no props. You don't have to think about what's in my pocket, what's over here. And that was one of the first things that intrigued me was just the simplicity of it and the mm -hmm. simplicity of travel. And then, and then I started watching more comedians, like some of my favorites now, uh, Jim Gaffigan, Brian Regan, Tim Hawkins is one of my favorites too. And I, I've just started to develop this love for it. And that love for comedy replaced that sort of that boyhood obsession that i had with magic so mm -hmm. now it's like rather than getting online and learning tricks and buying things at the magic shop i get online and i'm learning and i'm studying stand-up comedy and and i'm I'm just kind of still in the midst of that journey like like kind of that's where you're meeting me i've really been into this stand-up comedy thing for about three years and it seems like each passion lasts for about five years until it's sure. yeah. you know and, and mm -hmm. so like part of me is like i want to be jim gaffigan when i grow up and part of me is like nah comedy is just another tool you're going to throw into your bag of tricks that you can use on stage as a motivational speaker. You know, he's funny. He's got magic. He can do things with a ukulele. He can do things mm -hmm. with a soccer ball, but really he's here to inspire and motivate us. So I, the cool thing is not knowing where the journey ends. That's, that's part of it because, you know, once you've arrived, it's like, it's not fun anymore, right? Mm -hmm. There's something about the fight that, that thrills yeah. me and the risk. Yeah, I agree. I, I love. You always want to have the new, the new thing. Yeah. Devin Henderson, you've, uh, I'm looking at your client list here. You've, uh, talked to corporations, businesses, associations, government, oh, that's all fake. government yeah. agencies, <laughs> colleges, charities, and nonprofits. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at this list. There's, there's hundreds of companies. There's the who's who of national corporate world, university world in Kansas City. I mean, you've worked with, you know, the, the, the big dogs, big corporations. Mm -hmm. Um, this is amazing. How, how does this all happen? I mean, put up a website, big deal. It's obviously relationships here. Mm -hmm. But, yep. I mean, you're working with the Royals, the Chiefs, AMC. I mean, I, I can go down this list. You can see it at DevinHenderson.com. Uh, I mean, it's it's intense. It's pretty impressive. Well, thanks. Uh, these people are paying you it, to, talk about, yeah, to make jokes. Hopefully. Yeah, really what it, what's interesting is it's honestly uh, the word of mouth thing. I mean, the old school, right? It just comes from someone saw you somewhere or someone heard about you and now they want you. Yeah. And that's just each of those, that client list was just built one brick at a time. And most, I mean, most of it was not even intentional. It's more of an inbound thing. Like they're coming to me because and I'm not saying like, so I'm awesome, but my, I do make my focus to be good. That's my first focus. My second focus is okay. Market that goodness. You know what I mean? But if you don't have something good to fall back on, why, why have a good website? Why sure. go out there? Yeah. You know? Um, well, you have so. to, I mean, 
You also have a best selling book. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> I've read on your bio your best selling book. It's because it's your only book. That's right, right, and it's like pocket size, so <laughs> it's yeah, it's tiny. I love it. So yeah. what, what, what do these what do these people say to you when they reach out? Like, I mean, what what are you doing? Well, are you are you like walking into a boardroom? Or are you like on stage? Because I go to your website and there's as a recovering attorney, I am a lawyer, but um, <laughs> I do a lot of other stuff. I'm used to going to CLEs with a hundred thousand people and thousand lawyers in the room and yeah, uh, getting you know legal credit and mm-hmm. you know that's kind of the ballroom type of thing. That's kind of what sure. you have on your side. I mean, yeah. Is that what you're doing? Or are you walking into more of like? You know, a handful of C-suite people and no, firing them up. No, no, no. It's mainly I'm doing like ballrooms of like anywhere from a hundred to a thousand people. Okay. And usually, what happens is they they get my name uh, and some planner from another group or an association or someone's spouse who is there who works for another company goes to my website and they they just fill out a form on my site that is basically okay. Fill out your event details and you know what you're interested in, and then my booking coordinator gets that, sends them a proposal, and so there's sort of a system we have set in place. So you do have for, a booking coordinator. I do. I it, thought this was all you. Yeah. Now I'm kind of like, no, no, I'm not as impressed. Well, <laughs> now you get other people. Well, running what the show. she you is, just show up, you're the talent. You just pull your cards sure. out. I, I, her name is Crystal, and I call her my glorified uh, personal assistant, uh, overqualified personal assistant because she's amazing. Because she can she can make edits to my website. She can do some graphic stuff, and I'm. She just got engaged and I'm oh, wow. worried about losing her because she's, she's like finishing up her master's degree. She's going to be a speaker counselor. So I'm really lucky to have her right now and I'm terrified to so lose when, her. When did because, you, when did you, when did you, you make this move to have work. an assistant? Oh, when I almost lost my mind and that okay. was about three and a half years ago. And okay. I was seriously like, I can't, I can't handle the influx. I can't handle like this just too much. For, I need somebody to book the flights. And as trivial as that all sounds, when you've got kids, it's like, I need someone to mow my lawn. I need someone to be a fix it man. Like I hire out any and everything that I can, even if it's not, you know, even if I'm not a man anymore, <laughs> we'll start totally to get, get sexist. It. But you know what I mean? I, I get it's like, I think I, I didn't it. mow his lawn or change his oil. Yeah. But I, I push my kids on the swing and right. that's the choice that I, you know, which are you going to do? So mm, interesting. So, uh, yeah, how do you do all that? You travel all over the place. Yeah. What, what, what do you got lined up here in the near uh, future? I mean, are you running around or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, so December is always nuts because okay. it's party time. Um, Christmas party. Typical motivational speakers don't work in December, but entertainers do. Uh, so I do it about 12 shows this month, just Whoa. company parties, basically. So I this, going- is your old, this is your old... This is more of your old. This is, is this, this is more like the old days. Uh, mainly comedian now, believe it or not. Yeah, since I've made it, a lot of people are now hiring me because they saw my comedy. They think you're funny. Yeah, which makes me happy because I don't have to bring the bag of <laughs> tricks. Right. You know, right. uh, the only place I'm traveling to this month is I'm going down to Dallas for a Whataburger event, um, for like a corporate thing down there, and that I think it's a bunch of managers or whatnot. But that other than that, everything else is like in my backyard here. So, and then cool. actually, this last week we just booked a lot for the new year. Um, that's, so your, that was, that's more of like planning and, and motivation and yes, exactly. Motivation yep, or whatever yep. you when call people it. book early, typically they're booking me for more of a speaking type thing. So you've managed so. to, you have one, one assistant, basically yes. a booker and yep. uh, you've grown this business. Yeah. Yeah. And now uh, you, do you ever get too busy where you can't do all these? Do you have to turn people down? Uh, well, the only things I'm not quite there where I can just pick and choose, but I, like I say, no to birthday parties, school assemblies, cause I still get some calls for that kind of stuff. And so my, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, pick up a few extra bucks. Why not go do this thing where I don't have anything else that week? But I told my wife, there's more productive things I can be doing than going out and making a few bucks. Is your wife, you know? uh, 
So your wife's got five kids. Yeah. I mean, you so have do five I. kids. Yeah. You, you do too, but you're out on the She's road. She's got on, six. You're, on, you're, <laughs> yeah, right. you're out on the road on the time. Yeah. How, how's that function? You know what? Um, it's good for us. I really, what My wife and I mm-hmm. choose to look at it as our cup is half full because that time away makes us more thankful to be together. And when I do come, we actually homeschool. That's the other that's the other kicker. That's a whole other conversation. So, <laughs> how the heck is your wife? You must be the best. I don't know. She's the magician. Yeah. Uh, well, totally so when good. I come home, it's like they don't leave, and you know, it's like we're together. We have breakfast together. I help her get school started. I play with the kids. So, so it that model works for us really well because it gives us a chance to to be together. And sometimes, if it's a road trip, if we're just going to St. Louis, we all jump in the van and go together. Oh yeah, and they hang make out. They hang out thing. the uh, hotel it's in, pool. Exactly, that's all they need. You, uh, TV steal and pool. people's watches. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they can bail me out of jail, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to see one of these. Clifton, have you ever seen any of these uh, speeches yet? Have you I, I had the lucky opportunity to be in a position to hire Devin. You were last so year. lucky. I was very lucky. Um, and so this was kind of cool, but just having known you for so long and knowing what your career path has been, um, I was in charge of a award show gala thing last year for one of the associations I sit on the board for. And I was like, I got to get Devin in here. Devin came in, rocked it, had our crowd laughing hysterically all night. Um, definitely didn't butcher anybody's name on the awards list, I'm sure. And um, no, we had a great time. So it was really fun to see that from the work perspective. I only ever known you as a as a friend or that sort of thing. So to see you work and to interact with your um, with uh, your booking person and um, seeing you taping your own show was kind of interesting and. Just how that whole process works. So it was good to to see that and to be able to help out a help out very a cool. Yeah, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to have Devin come see you, DevinHenderson.com. I'm looking at your contact page. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, let's break down all the different things that you can actually offer uh, a corporation uh, or an event when we get back from the break. You're listening to Girl Nation here on KMBZ 980 AM. Thanks for joining. Us. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on KMBZ 980 AM and on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. I want to get right back into our awesome segment and show today with Devin Henderson, uh, humorist and keynote speaker. Uh, his website is devinhenderson.com. A lot of fun. Check it out. Uh, very successful entrepreneur here in Kansas City and throughout the country. Uh, Devin, uh, first of all, what are we looking at when, when people hire you? I want to kind of just get to the nuts and bolts. We're doing humor, motivation, Corporate sales, corporate parties, magician. What what do you offer here? So yeah, we can, we can basically, tell I can either open or close a conference or do an after lunch spot that has some content in it about using humor to deal with change and stress and difficult people. Uh, where I bring in some magic, I bring in some humor, audience participation, really make it exciting. Um, because sometimes in conferences, people are getting that heavy information where it's like we need a break or we need to kick this off fun. So that's my that's mainly what I do. People are um, like, who's this cheesy guy? It's like, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. They well, and then, yeah. Well, then like sometimes they'll have me as their keynote speaker and then they'll have like a banquet that night and I'll do like after dinner, just straight mentalism or something. So, and sometimes close up magic before the cocktail or a meet and greet or a Q and A or, you know, sell my products, uh, my, my books, my best selling books, Jason. <laughs> Let's make it clear. They're not best selling. <laughs> so we were talking off air about a, a turning point in your life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always think, you know, I look at your website, you've done some openings for some big comedians, and I thought, you know, 
at some point he probably had the chance to be on one of these national TV shows and maybe mm-hmm. open on one of the late night shows. And you apparently already did that on a reality show. Tell us about that. Yeah. Okay. So it was America's Got Talent and uh, it's, it, I bombed, um, kind of. <laughs> you didn't um, bomb, but you went on the yeah, actual show. Yeah, I went on the Howard show. Howard Stern, Heidi Klum. I've there never really watched it, but I knew they were involved. Right. This was season nine. So this was about two and a half years ago. I get an email that says we're looking for a master pickpocket. So they must have YouTube thief or ex-con or something, but they found me taking watches on videos and they're like, we want to fly you out here for your audition. By audition, they mean get straight in front of the celebrity judges in, on, on the Hollywood Boulevard in the Dolby Theater in front of 5,000 people. And I was like, hold on, I'm not a master pickpocket. I do pickpocket in my act, but that's not my foe. I mean, you've seen these guys, right? On these, I don't know, these guys yeah. just taking a million things a minute. That's not me. But I was like, well, if they're going to fly me out there and pay for this, okay, sure. sure, why not take the opportunity, right? I mean, this is really the opportunity of a lifetime, literally. So I was like, I'll go. So I go, and they assign me to an individual producer, and we're talking about, okay, this is what we'll do. You'll steal some watches. The first time will be kind of low-key. The next time, we'll steal Nick Cannon's necktie, and we'll get creative from there because you always want to up the bar every time. So I just did my thing. I did my thing that works, right, in front of corporate crowds, the things that I showed them in the video. Okay, this is what you're going to get. So I did it, and the judges were just like, wah, wah, wah. I mean, Mel B, just like, oh, there was no magic. You said you were a magician. I saw no magic. And I thought, <laughs> dang, she doesn't get it. But she's she's entitled to her own opinion. She's a moron. That's no, so, cool. So what, what about and, the other judges? Heidi Klum so, loves yeah, you. So how, Heidi Klum loves you. That's always a good thing to have yeah, in your, in your well, back pocket. You know what? Um, so Heidi Klum liked it. Uh, Howard Stern likes magicians. So he was respectful. He goes, I liked it. I wish I could steal watches. Unfortunately, he didn't play for 5,000 people, which was interesting to me because they always put the guys through doing the penny tricks and the, you know what I mean? So to me, it was just mm-hmm. like, that's not consistent, but whatever, Howard. Howie Mandel said literally he said verbatim i have friends who do a similar act and they do it really well now he's talking about the master pickpockets now (laughs) unfortunately on this america's got talent show some magicians go through doing very elementary tricks but if the judges have never seen it Uh, it's amazing to them sure so guys like me who are just i'm not saying i'm a mate but like average guys like me watch that show and go are you kidding me the handkerchief and the hand trick the little spongy balls trick. You're freaking out over that. And then that stuff was, I learned that stuff in days. The watch still took me like five years to even like become, you know what I mean? Like fluid, mm. fluid with it. So anyway, it was a little bit frustrating. And of course, but for it was me, a turning point for it you. It was a turning point. Um, first of all, it hurt. I was like, I don't want to use the word depression, but I was depressed. I mean, I came home and the kids were like, what's wrong with dad? Because I mean, think about the Twitter following I would have gained if, if, cause they didn't even air my segment, which I'm kind of glad I didn't want to have to explain this to everyone. Um, I, it was a missed opportunity to gain a national following and, and book myself in better places and get more money. I mean, this was a chance for possible fame. Um, but it, so a couple blessings from that experience. Number one, I realized I'm done with magic. I wasn't passionate about it. Not that that's why I failed, but I was like, I just, I don't love this thing anymore. And had I gotten pigeonholed into that and become successful, then I'm doing the thing I don't like anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing I didn't fail. The other thing is, I, I now tell this story. I tried to hide it for years, but now I tell the story in my motivational speech when I'm talking about humor and when life's hard, laugh hard, mm-hmm. right? That's my whole mess with life's yeah. hard, laugh hard. Um, and so this was hard for me, right? And I wasn't able to laugh about it right away, but it's over the years, you know, my wife and I joke about it. Um, and I, I, what I realize is that while the stupid part of me wishes I would have become successful and become a millionaire, um, the, the smart part of me is saying, dude, you're already rich. You've got a wife who folds your socks. You've got five kids <laughs> who come home and have pictures of butterfly landing in an elephant poop. 
<laughs> Life doesn't get better than that. You know, I, I've already arrived, really. The smart part of me knows. And I'm fighting to, you know, always better and myself. You're, you're booking but, tons of corporate stuff. Yeah. Now, and so, which I, is so what you what, actually enjoy, the comedian stuff. You don't yeah. have to travel with all your tricks. Yeah. So why am I, why am I upset about this? Right. And so I think it is that prideful, like, I want, I want people to respect me and know me. And I want to walk into a room and have people be like, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. But really, I, I know I don't want that ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but, but I think we can all. Everyone can maybe in show business can relate to that. Like I want to be bigger. I want to be more, more known. I want to make more money. Yeah. Um, but that's, there's no happiness there. I mean, where's that road lead? You know, look at Elvis Presley and he and I are very, very similar. Very, very similar. Yeah. Devin, you know? Henderson, <laughs> Devin Henderson, com. Yeah. If you're interested, you, he could offer humor in the workplace, innovation and creativity, customer service, teamwork, entertainment only and hosted MC, uh, for your corporate outings or, your uh, banquets or whatnot. He's, he's worked with pretty much everyone in the country at this point. If you go to his client page, it's a long list of people, man. Clifton, you need to add that to your website. Just list thousands of few, clients. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> we don't have as many of the big names, but so anyways, and there's all, there's all ways to, to connect with yeah. Devin here. So Devin, we've got a couple minutes left, man. I mean, just okay. any, any entrepreneurial wisdom and Clifton might want to have a question there too. But, yeah. Hey, what, what's your, what's your, what's your response to someone that's like, Starting a company or, yeah. or working really hard trying to get something going. Uh, to at the sake of sounding like Matt Foley, go for it. You know, I have a friend who was a magician who uh, worked a day job until he was nearly fifty years old. Finally, got let go of that. Then he was able to pursue magic, mm-hmm. and, and it, his business exploded. Because I heard someone say one time, "Wait, is your day job your safety net or is it your dragnet?" Mm-hmm. And when you can't invest in it fully, it's gonna it's gonna hold you back, and so you're never gonna test that out. So test it out and fall flat on your face and fail. You know, I walked into 40 restaurants. I mean, I got 38 no's. That's, that's hard to hear. Yeah. You know, you just, you just keep going for it. But you got two yeses, which led yep. to a career, which led yep. to a uh, actual business, mm-hmm. which led to providing for a family mm-hmm. and you own your own life, right? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you can, yeah. you could fly to Hawaii, which you haven't done yet mm-hmm. since your honeymoon and uh, <laughs> book a gig and, and sit by the beach. Yeah. You could. I you could. have five kids. It makes it a little difficult, yeah. but you can bring them with you. Yes. So you got a lot of stuff going for you, man. Yeah. DevinHenderson.com. Any uh, final thoughts, Clifton? A uh, minute left in the show. Any? No, I just think, you know, I, I was, I was thinking back on those two restaurants that said yes, right? And, mm. and I think people don't really realize the impact they can have on another person's life, mm. you know? And so all those no's that you got, you did get two yeses. Mm. I don't know who's, who those restaurants were. They're probably local, I'm guessing. Mm. And, but those restaurants, the managers of those restaurants literally helped change your life and your family's life and built a career for you on something very simple. Mm-hmm. As simple as saying, sure, you can do a free show for me once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as a test, who, what's the worst that could happen? You mm-hmm. know? Um, and those other restaurant managers, you know, they ended up missing out on something really mm. potentially big. And so it's a, it's an interesting, thought to think of it that way. Right. And, yeah. and this is how every entrepreneurial journey I think starts is there. There's always one person who says yes the first time mm. and that's the start of it as it moves forward. Wow. Well, well, said. well said. Let's end yeah. on that note. Devin Henderson uh, at Henderson comedy on Twitter and Devin Henderson.com. Appreciate you joining us today. Looking forward to spreading your uh, name around town to a bunch of different corporate people and uh, good luck and congrats on all your success. Thank you. Great to have you. Clifton, thanks for setting this up today. You uh, knocked another show out of the park, that's for sure. Thank you, Jason. We'll see you again next week here on Girl Nation. Take care.